We are starting, though, with some news about the negotiations between the B.C. government and the B.C. GEU. A tentative deal reached at the bargaining table. And joining us to talk more about this is B.C. GEU President Stephanie Smith. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Jill. Uh, So tell us a bit about this deal and why you think it's good enough that you'll take it to the members and they will vote in favour. Well, uh, I, uh, to be perfectly honest, this has been probably the toughest and most challenging round of negotiations I've ever been engaged in. Um, you know, we've been at this for a very, very long time. Um, you know, had to take a, a strike vote, the largest strike vote in our union's history. We had to action that strike vote. Um, you know, if it hadn't been for the collective action of our members who work for the LDB and the four distribution centers, as well as thousands of members who refused over time, which, you know, is money in their pockets, um, I don't think we would have made the gains we made over the last week. And our committee felt that at this point there was enough in the agreement that they needed to put it in front of uh, our membership for a vote. Uh, when you look at the, the finer points of this, though, and what's, the, what's been agreed upon, how different is this? If we're looking at wage increases over the three-year period, how much more or is it much more than what was on the table from the government, the 11% or, or close to 11%? Yeah, well, I think we have to look back even further than that, Jill. I mean, we took that strike vote when we had an incredibly insulting offer, in my opinion, of 5.75% over three years. Uh, it was increased, um, but again, it didn't really meet what our members were saying they needed to see, and so that's when we actioned the strike vote. Um, we've more than doubled what that initial offer was, and beyond the general wage increases, there are things in this collective agreement that is going going to put money directly into the pockets of members. Um, We've been able to address some historic issues in our administrative professionals component, um, LDB members. Uh, There is an issue that has been on the table for a number of rounds that we finally solved that will put money directly in those members' pockets. And um, there are a number of other things that address real recruitment and retention issues across various classifications. And outside of money, there are things that are going to make a difference to our members, things that they said were lessons learned through the pandemic. So, you know, a commitment to look at flexible work arrangements, um, an understanding of the importance of good mental health and occupational health and safety. So there is enough, I think, um, when members get a real opportunity to ask their questions, to really dig into the details, that there's something for everyone in this agreement. And um, then it, it is their agreement and it will be up to them to vote. Uh, So sorry, when you say more than doubled, though, what was initially on the table, you're talking if we go before the the last offer from government that had the 11%? Yeah, so, um, I mean, we we increased the general wage increase. um, And, you know, again, uh, our members said clearly they didn't want to see a signing bonus. They wanted that rolled into um, general wage increases because of, you know, a signing bonus you it's taxable. It, it doesn't compound. There's not pensionable. Um, we were able to achieve that. Um, and in the first year, I mean, this is the thing about cost of living adjustments. So you look at those going backward. And in the first year of this agreement with the 25 cents an hour and the 3.24 percent, um, we are, in fact, for more than like uh, many, most uh, of our members are going to be ahead of 
what the CPI inflation rate was for the first year of the agreement. Um, you know, I ideally, uh, we wouldn't have wanted to see caps in COLA. We weren't able to achieve that at the table. And can you talk a bit about the 25 cents per hour? And, and I get what you're saying. So there's no signing bonus. That was the $2,500 signing bonus that had been part of the government offer. So that's been converted more into the wage increases that will be brought in if this is approved. Who is going to benefit then from the 25% per hour increase that's included in here? Yes. So as I said, you know, for the average BCGU member in the public service, they're going to be ahead of uh, rates of inflation from 21 to 22, 2021 to 2022. For lower wage earners in this sector, and there are numbers of them, including BC Wildfire, again, our folks at the liquor store, uh, many in the administrative um, professionals uh, component, they're going to see higher percentage increases on their salary because of that 25 cents an hour. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it makes a real difference because when you only do percentage increases, those at the top end of the earnings scale, their increases are higher. And that gap between the lower end and the higher end gets greater and greater. This is a way of addressing some of that low wage. um, It's kind of low wage redress, if you will. And what are your thoughts then taking this to the union membership? I know there's there have been some rumblings uh, response to this already uh, saying that there's the potential that this could be divisive in that lower lower paid workers still not uh, getting what they wanted and not having this, like you said, more tied to cost of living. Uh, What is your sense about taking this to the union membership? Well, I I mean, again, the committee felt that there was enough in this agreement that that it now needs to be in front of the members um, for a decision. And, you know, I've seen some of the social media posts and, you know, I've been getting some feedback from the members. And I I think those who are angry are always the ones that we hear from first. Um, And, you know, I hope that as we go through uh, the most important piece is the education forums, getting people to ask the questions that they have, uh, get the answers that uh, the members will see, as I said, that there is something for everyone within this agreement. And when, so when you say uh, you're getting feedback and those who are angry uh, speak first, is it safe to say then you're getting some negative feedback? Oh, sure. I mean, again, I think, you know, um, looking at uh, uncapped cost of living adjustments, um, as I said, we weren't able to achieve that in this round. And and until people actually sort of crunch the numbers for themselves, I think it's going to be difficult. Um, you know, again, uh, as I said, there are those additional pockets of money outside of the general wage increase. Those, there are other things that are within the collective agreement that, while non-monetary, are going to make a big difference, I think. Um, and so it's, you know, we've put out the highlights, but the full document won't be ready to be put out in front of members until early next week. And then um, it's a matter of really, as I said, doing the education forums and making sure people really fully understand the changes and, and the impacts that it'll have on them. All right. Stephanie Smith, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Thank you very much for having me, Jill.